It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. Welcome to another Ned and Josh podcast. We are very happy to have you here today, Ned. This is going to be a big one. It's going to be a huge one. Um, I have I nothing d- to back that up. I was going to say, I don't know why you've said that. And this is sort of what I'd like to stop. Um, you and I just getting into this podcast and yep. going, how should we start No, this? we've got to stop. No, I agree. Because we've been doing, I think it's been now like three weeks in a row where nearly every podcast started with, how do we start the podcast? Uh, yesterday's was awful. We tried to play audio rock, paper, scissors. Uh, didn't work because your brain, it's very hard to say what you're doing, apparently. That's why I can't play drums. I can't make yeah. my, my voice do, like your feet can't do different things to your hands. Same thing. So the game or the little brain tease I'd like to try for today and pretty much today only is, um, let's just tell, we'll tell a story in, te- in a minute, um, but doing a word each. Okay. Uh, you can start. Once. In. A. Place. That. Is very cold. There was a polar child whose dad didn't love Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Perfect. Perfect. There we go. That's actually not a bad way. I don't love that. I don't love that. No, I know you don't love it. My feelings. I really loved it. (laughs) Wait, wait. Do you think you're the polar boy? I'm the polar boy whose dad didn't love him. Okay, great. All right. I was very confused because the polar boy in my mind was just someone else. Oh, and 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 my dad didn't love me. No, no. And his dad didn't love you. Well, that makes sense. This polar boy. His dad doesn't know me. Polar boy didn't love you. As bad well, as that was, I don't hey, mind it. By the way, guys, yeah. welcome to the Ned and Josh podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's another 35 minutes of this. <laughs> as much fun as I'm having right now, mm. I actually hate the universe today. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. I try to do something. You're masking it well because we are having a lovely time. <laughs> yeah, I'm masking it well because I don't really believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> okay, but good. it yeah. certainly ruined my day 100%. Yesterday afternoon, I got home and it sort of... Is that funny feeling in in the air where it's like, oh, it's maybe about to rain soonish? Yeah. Realized I had a load of washing out that I put out the morning of, and it had been such a hot day that I was like, you beauty, I've done such a good job. Clothes are going to smell like the sun and yep. fresh air, and also washing detergent. It's all going to be great. Go out there, almost row by row, and I'm guessing that they've just obviously perched themselves on each clothes line. Oh, um, no. A bird has pooped. On every single item oh, of clothing, which no. there was like maybe 15 pieces of clothing out there. Undies, socks, t-shirts, jumpers. Mate, I'm so sorry. It ruins. Like, I have to <laughs> I have to redo the entire load now. I think that as much as I'm sorry, I'm also delighted this happened so we can talk about it. Mm. We're talking down the length of the clothing or little bits of just no, little just, spots here and there? Like, or there what would be we... a... Like, the consistency of bird poo is a lot like an egg. Like you have the there's the black <laughs> come bit, from the same place. There's the black bit in the middle, and then there's like the yolky stuff around it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So all the way down, every single shirt I had was the black thing, and then almost like someone had like hocked a huge gorby on my shirt, mm. just like all of this like wet on the side. Yeah, right. Like some of these shirts, I don't ever want to wear again. That's how bad and gross they are. Are you going to wash them again? Or? Yeah, no, they've already been washed again, but yep. they've been hung up inside. So essentially, I'm just like at the whim of the birds. Mm. It's a far less intense, exciting version of Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Can I ask a quick question, though? In fairness, do you think that anything could look more appealing for a bird to sit on than a clothesline? Well, especially with clothes on with clothes on it. So you're like holding onto the, the little line and it's padded for you. Oh, yeah. 
True. It must be like a little bidet for them. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not like flying and pooping, so it's not stressful. <laughs> they're just sitting there and like, oh, this is nice. And then it's the equivalent to a bird taking out the newspaper and just sitting there yeah. and having a read. Just yeah, like, yeah, rustling it. Yeah, maybe ha- well, probably not having a coffee on the toilet, <laughs> but just sitting out there reading the newspaper, going, yeah, this is nice. I'm nah, very relaxed. I like that coffee on the toilet thing because you just told us what you do on a Saturday morning. Honestly, it would streamline my process so much if I just drank the thing that made me poop in five minutes on the toilet. <laughs> Streamline my process. Way grosser, but streamline. So Taylor Swift is coming to Australia very, very soon, and people are starting to get extremely excited. Um, How soon? Do you actually know? I don't know when it is. After the Super Bowl, because I know that she's going to try and go from Tokyo oh. to uh, Las Vegas to see the, the her boyfriend in the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, play mm. the 49ers. Then she's going to try and come back to, I think, Melbourne mm. in like the span of 48 hours. I know you probably will, but because that's you seemed like you were running down a hill when you were explaining that. Do you know her boyfriend's name? Travis Kelsey. Very good. Yeah, thank I didn't you. think you didn't no, know, no, but the, did, how yeah. you were like her b- boyfriend who's p- uh, playing football. I was I'm like, there's so no way ner- he knows what I'm this is. I'm so nervous to talk about Taylor Swift because I'm worried I'm going to upset the Swifties at any given point that I just... It's it's how I feel. I feel like I'm running down a hill. Even mentioning that they're yeah. susceptible to being upset might be enough to do it. You might be Shit. already done. <laughs> I guess Damn. only time will tell. Okay. We'll have to see when this podcast drops no, if let, you survive. Let me be clear. I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. She's coming here to Australia. And I've got to say that I don't know if there's ever been an artist on earth with quite as much influence as Taylor Swift. We are I'm literally reading right now a news story that is about taking out insurance in the event that Taylor Swift doesn't appear in Australia. Well, yeah, as you said, she's got like back-to-back-to-back-to-back events. So Apparently, it is actually now a a, a certain type of travel insurance you can take out in case one of her concerts is cancelled to cover your hotels, your flights, all that sort of stuff. Obviously, the ticket companies take care of the ticket, but there's so much more to it than that. So people are taking out domestic travel insurance specifically to prevent any Taylor Swift-related mishaps. Um. It's going to sound like I'm lying, but I'll and I'll ask you first for because she's worth two billion dollars now. I no, think. I think it's or like it's, only it's, just over a billion. Oh, a yeah, billion. Yeah. For a billion dollars, think about how much that is. A billion dollars. You, you, no one who has your last name would ever have to worry about money in their lives ever probably, again. Ever again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would you trade that for that life? Because I wouldn't. No chance to if, be that that important to economies, oh, people's other people's lives, like yeah. people's happiness. Yeah. Like, could you mm-hmm. imagine if people taking out insurance? In case you didn't Like my mother and father Don't do that yep. If no. I miss a flight So yep. like Could you imagine Just like people You you will never meet You have never met You don't even know They exist Taking out insurance In case you miss a flight No I wouldn't no, do that I either There's no one that loves me that much There's no one that appreciates me that much And I've got I've got a happy life Yeah <laughs> But there's just nothing That depends on me That much That wasn't the question. That seems like you were venting more than anything. You're like, why does no one love me that much? The question was, would you trade a billion dollars for that? <laughs> Not do people love you? I really did go a little deeper into <laughs> yeah, the question, didn't yeah. I? I apologize, everybody. That was some projecting. But um, yeah. the, the thing I'd like to say, though, and this is where I risk upsetting some Swifties, and I apologize. When I, when I first saw the headline for taking out insurance if Taylor Swift doesn't do a concert, mm. I thought it was because people would riot. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was for business owners on the streets of like Melbourne and Sydney. Get Swifty insurance. Get Swifty insurance in case she cancels and there is a riot. (laughs) Told you a story yesterday about that um, coyote mascot for the San Antonio Spurs. 
which I almost don't want to get back into it because I yeah, think can it'll I tell re- it really quickly? As, yeah, but as I, I remember it, it'll be it'll reignite the confusion. But no, go for let it. Let me go for it. Yeah. This is so there was a mascot, correct? That had a Batman costume that fit the mascot. He yeah, had so a, it wasn't a person mascot. It, uh, just, per- can I just tell the yeah, story? Sorry, yeah, well, so I'm just trying to give the this clearer picture. There's as a I mascot can. that. Okay, so let me start again. Yeah, mascot that's a coyote. Mm-hmm. Right, so person's in the coyote suit. Yep. They have a Batman suit that fits the coyote it suit. It has coyote ear holes and stuff. Then for that it. person has uh the, the coyote has a butterfly catching net. Mm-hmm. And with the Batman costume on, a bat supposedly mm-hmm. randomly and by accident was in the arena and the mascot started trying to catch it with the butterfly net. Correct. That makes no sense. Yep. Exactly How do right. all of those things come together by accident? This is why I didn't want to bring it yeah. up because it's too confusing. It blew my mind yesterday. So maybe I'm like feeling guilty. Maybe I'm projecting. They released the like they they did have released no, the bat. That was your theory. They've and got to have no because the guy had to get a rabies okay, shot yeah, after fine, it. Yeah, so they okay. could, unless they released a it. rabies rat. You were quite right. Let's not get back into it. <laughs> anyway, I feel guilty, and so I've yeah. come to you today with a. Far better mascot story. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, so yeah. one that's going to hurt the brain less or far less. Oh, good. It okay. might make you confused, but in no way near as confused yeah, as the one yesterday. Japan Zoo um, in Hiroshima have a very, very, very odd emergency drill system. Now, obviously, people may remember when those lions did but didn't really get out of the zoo in Sydney. A couple of suburbs went on alert. And it's like, well, they didn't ever actually leave. They, never le- they, left yeah. the, they didn't leave the premises. Yeah. They were just walking around <laughs> the zoo. But everyone freaked out about that. So I'm guessing zoos across the world have to have contingency plans oh, if they would. animals get out. Mm-hmm. Um, bears, obviously not one you want getting out, especially black bears. They'd be quite aggressive or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, so They're large too. Quite big. Uh, so this Japan Zoo, what they've decided to do is... Put a person in a bear costume and then try to capture the person in the bear costume the same way they would capture the bear. Okay. Now, it's very cute because this person's just dressed like a teddy bear and it's very, very sweet, but... It's walking like a person. I can see a few it, problems with it's, this. It's yeah. not. It's not on all yeah. fours, crouching mm-hmm. around. It also doesn't have the strength of a hundred men. It also, it also doesn't a, eat raw yeah. fish. Like has a like a human brain. <laughs> so, so it's probably going to decision make slightly different to a bear. Yeah, there's, there's a video mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, the video is absolutely hilarious. But there's all these people, like these zoo attendants, holding up nets trying to stop the bear, and the bear's kicking them through the net. <laughs> Bears don't kick, guys. And and one yeah. of the bears pushes one of the guys back and tries to run through the net. Again, bears don't push people. If bears, this guy if, should be yeah. trying to eat the innards out of all of these workers. If bears, <laughs> if bears have a PlayStation control in their hand yeah. and they've got kick, push, or skin alive, yeah. they're going to push always the skin, skin alive. alive button every single time. Exactly right. Which I'm not suggesting that's what they do to make this extra real. Mm. I'm just saying, where is the danger here? Well, because it, I think... And I'm at, in watching this video. They're like walking this person in a bear costume around the zoo, and he's high fiving kids and stuff. And I'm like, hang on. So is this an emergency drill? Like, are bears getting out, or are we just like, hey, here's a guy dressed as a bear at the zoo? Do you know what video you're watching? I mean, it's all in Japanese, yeah. so not really. <laughs> <laughs> so school went back this week. Uh, Carrie's boys got off to school today, so we took them to school today. This morning, very everything sweet. went fine. Everyone was very excited. The ten-year-old was fixated on a Rubik's cube that he got yesterday. Wait, the ten-year-old? The ten-year-old. Because the seven-year-old said to me once, he was like, "Look at how I did this Rubik's cube," and showed me a photo of it, and he'd gotten one side mm-hmm. three quarters done. Yep. 
And I had to do the kid thing where you're like, whoa. whoa. Did it come and, like that? And you did that in a day? No, it would have that- come better made than that. <laughs> it comes completed. So, so you ruined a Rubik's Cube. I'm That's picturing what his face is. now when, when you're being but mean to him. I didn't say that. hypothetically mean to him. I just went like this. Wow. Yeah. I, I actually said, did you do that in a day? And he goes, I did it in like an hour. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, mate. <laughs> I'm so the 10-year-old... You're lucky I like yeah, you because this is too easy. <laughs> the 10-year-old <laughs> yeah. is fixated on the Rubik's Cube, all right? Mm-hmm. He's going to school. We're walking there. He's playing with it the whole time. We're having to help him like cross the road. He's that distracted by yeah. it. He gets to school and he is fixated and has finally completed one of the sides and he's three quarters done on another side. This kid got this yesterday. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's worked this out in a day. Yep. He's smarter than me. I know that already. That's fine. That was not up for debate. But I just also wasn't aware of how quickly he picks things up. Oh, he's a kid. That's what their their brains are sponges. The focus, too, is absolutely incredible. And the question I have now is, is it inherently evil to start teaching him how to play casino games? Mm. Or is it just smart? Like, (laughs) when he's this focused on things. Hyper-focused, yeah. yeah. Is it... it Evil or smart? Well, you can teach, like, um, because they sometimes prey on people who uh, just have money and don't really know what's going on. Casino games are very easy to understand. Yeah. Yep. What you'll have to do is teach him how to count cards. Which yeah, I am asking a more complicated question. I don't think you know even how to teach someone how to do that. I don't. I don't think if you looked up how do you count cards and you read it back to him, I don't think you could do that. So, I really... <sighs> look, I get what you're trying to do, but mm. I just... But is there a pattern in roulette that maybe I'm not seeing that he would see because he can do a Rubik's Cube in like a day? The pattern in roulette is own the casino (laughs) and then pretty much it's going to go well for you. You know what? (laughs) I think at the end of the day, what I'm starting to realise having this conversation with you is this kid is so much smarter than me that one day he has a much better chance of owning a casino (laughs) and maybe then I'll be on easy street. So that's good. I'm looking forward to that. Just have to keep funneling and pushing him towards buying casinos. We'll play some Monopoly. What What if this hotel had some craps tables in it. Wouldn't that be incredible? Wouldn't it be beautiful along this boardwalk for just a bunch of casinos? <laughs> Get him into it. Get him hooked on the idea of owning casinos. A lot of your life, uh, I don't want to say is determined, but is directed by Carrie, your partner. My partner? Yeah. She makes a lot better decisions than you do. And so I think as yep. a consensus, you guys went, well, you can make more decisions than I can. She's the executive consultant <laughs> of my existence. Good. Yeah, good, good, it's good. It's a pretty good title. And in that, I want to ask you, how many pillows do you have? Because I know that you didn't decide that. Uh, how many pillows uh, you got on your bed? <sighs> Ornamental bed. including as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, three, three, six, seven. Seven. Seven? All right. Seven pillows. That's too many. It is. Yeah. Objectively, it yeah. is. And I make the bed every morning. It's too many pillows. Do I don't you, know why we have that many. Do you go uh, pillow side by side, then pillow in front of those, and then uh, pillow so in front of those? Big ass, ridiculous pillow that would suit like a, oh, a ca- giant. Couch. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, one each. Mm-hmm. Sit up pillow. Mm-hmm. Sleeping pillow. Mm-hmm. And then decorative couch pillow in front of that pillow again. Just one. And then a center one. Oh, and then that's so the center one. Three, three. No, I've just described four, four. We have nine pillows. Mm-hmm. That was also so sad to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is why Carrie directs most of my life. <laughs> Actually, I can't count to nine. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do want to take that back because by the time you have seven pillows, you might as well I have nine. I don't know what the f*** we're doing, to be perfectly you honest. You might as well have nine by that point. Um, I was speaking to a friend yesterday. They have 12 pillows. 
What are we doing? I'm why, not on a high horse, apparently. Why do we need these? Like, what... Wh- it's just effort. And I tell you who never has these. People mm. who have dogs that just, like, walk around the house. Because if you had pillows on the floor at yep. night, the dogs would sleep on those. Mm-hmm. I know that because my dog does sleep on that. Yep. And you don't want dog balls on your pillow. So well, My you dog doesn't sure have that, balls, yep. so it doesn't matter. It <laughs> You know what the thing that makes me so mad about that is? You knew what I meant, and you still had to correct me anyway. No, I didn't. And because it's, it's so gross. It's not a thing. It's not a thing for me. I don't want his butt on my pillow. Yeah, there we go. That's, That's what, what I should have meant. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I was going to say, guess how many. I have three pillows, and I think that is the that is the most understandable pillows to have. You're, you're, I have one yeah. for me. One f- for like a guest and then one in the middle to like look nicer or something. Okay, I guess. so they just sort of positions them properly. I must Michael's have... laughing behind you when I said guest. <laughs> I don't know why I said guest either. It's odd. Very so how, single. Yeah, yeah. Not how I... Yeah, I was yeah. say, by the way, not a lot of guests coming <laughs> over either. It's the least attended motel. Let me... Rev- uh, I'll revise that. Uh, so I have one for me, one for Lenny, my, my <laughs> dog, and then a middle one. Just in case... The aforementioned non-ball pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no balls going on any pillows. I think it's good as well for like you as well. So you can have a pillow to sleep on. No, you need one if you... One if to you like cuddle re- and then yeah. one between your legs. Three is the perfect amount. This just gets sadder by the minute, like what? by the second. No, it's for my back. It's not because I'm lonely. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, aren't you having chronic back and knee problems at the moment? Yeah, no, but I have nine pillows and nothing's changing. So yeah, yeah. maybe try the thing I'm <laughs> suggesting then. <laughs> I don't go to the doctor a lot because I figure, eh, it'll be all right. Yeah, it's a, just a terrible attitude to have. Yeah. There's a lot of people who care about you and love you, and that's just ridiculously flippant with your health. S- saved a lot of money, though. Yeah, <laughs> It does, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you find some of the bulk bills, and you can have the best of both worlds. I've and tried to tell you this repeatedly. This is, but it's like, it's almost like, a conf- uh, was it confirmation bias? Mm. Every time I go to the doctor and I'm like, this is bad now, they're like, oh, you're all right. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, well... This is why I didn't want to come. (laughs) This is why I didn't want to be here. It is actually a problem. (laughs) Okay. So now that I have explained it, would you say that you're the same? No, you do get your stuff checked out. No, I do. I'm good with the doctor because, yeah, as I said before, um, I think it's important. Yeah. (laughs) And it is. Can I stress that again to you? Um, I am 29. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful because this could have been me. Yeah. There's a 21-year-old university student named Mateus Facio. Great name. Lovely Um, name. Brazilian guy. Uh, he's partying with a couple of his friends on New Year's Eve. Just having some fun. Um, thought he got hit in the, in the head by a rock on New Year's Eve, which is awful, but meh, whatever. You, yeah. can't, you move on with your life. Next four days, he spent with his friends swimming in the sea, partying, visiting the beach. Um, then he decided to go uh, 200 miles from Rio de Janeiro to Juiz de Fora on a road trip. During the road trip, his arm wouldn't stop spasming. Like, his arm was just, like, shaking and, like, jolting out for no reason. It's not meant to do that. It's really not. So, he's like, maybe I should go to the doctor. Turns out he got shot in the back of the head and he had bullet fragments in his brain. And partied for four days. sorry, what? Yeah, so he'd been... On New Year's Eve... He thought he got hit by a rock. He'd gotten shot in the back of the head and he had fragments of a bullet in his brain that was just sending his arm on spasms and stuff. (sighs) It's bad news for Corey Worthington. He's not the party king anymore. I was gonna say. This guy is now the most emphatic partier that has ever existed in the history of humanity. They should change party animals to just Mateus. Yeah, just, Mateus. It's, you are a Mateus. Jeez, oh. you're getting a bit Mateus, aren't that, you? That guy there, he's a bit of a Mateus. What Be careful. An absolute Mateus. It's a Mateus move. Don't let him near a six-pack. Mateus will come out. Like, like that, that is 
unbelievable. The doctors are like, we believe that in 20 to 30 days, he'll be able to be like, he'll be fine. Wait a minute. Is so, he- how, so is there an amount of bullet fragment that you can have in your head and just be fine? I guess so. Is that what we're hearing? Do you... I feel like your next question is, how do we find that out? <laughs> Not in good ways. Yeah, no, there's, there's no real healthy uh, experimentation process to that, is there? Let's find out the exact amount of fragments you can get in your brain. We're going to lose some of you, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> $200 million Powerball being drawn tonight. Um, well, tomorrow night. You're getting it, does, it doesn't matter. I'm, no, it I, doesn't. And you brought it up. I <laughs> So, yeah, I agree. It never matters. But are you buying a ticket? Am I buying? I don't think I'm going to. And the only reason I'm not going to is because I get so disappointed when I don't win the ginormous Powerballs. Like, because at the end of the day, it's like, this is the one. This is the one you want to win. Is it? I'd much rather win $5 million and no one really cares. Are you stupid? No. Are you stupid? You'd rather win $500 million, uh, $5 million than $200 million? And everyone know about it. Yeah. I'd nah, win $5 million s- and be under the radar because that I would that would change that would change everything about me. Yeah, of course it would. Of course it would. I, I, but the, the $200 million changes everything about everyone else that you know and will ever know. Like, Yeah, but no one would ever treat me the same again. Everyone would always know I'm the $200 million guy. Do you think, and this is a legitimate question that I have to you as my best friend a brother you could keep 200 million dollars secret no you, you just couldn't no but of course why not. why do you think you could keep five million dollars secret well, because i'd be smarter about it and i'd be like how uh, explain to me the ways that you could keep five million dollars a secret from me so i got a house and i'd ask you how that happened and i'd be like i have been in and out of banks for months trying to get this okay. approval get through and like it's yeah. taken everything i'm essentially gonna be okay. paying this off for the rest of my life can i put my hand up for a second in this little thought exercise you let's sh- pretend you have a job because i can undo everything you're saying right now with Wait, you. i don't have but a job pretend you have a job sure. okay I would still go, interesting. Mm. All right. Well, so what have you put down in terms of a deposit? And where did you get the deposit money from? $40,000. But where'd you get that from? I've been saving. (laughs) I know you haven't. How do you know you haven't? How do you know I haven't? I know you haven't. I know you don't have $40,000. All right. Let's say one of my parents sent it to me then. There we go. Okay. So now we're on the roll. What, what, What else would you get with your $5 million and how would you explain it away? I'd probably just go on trips and be like, oh, I got such a good deal. Like, okay, I, I yeah. went to like India and then I went to Los Angeles and then I went to like, uh, I don't know, Iceland or something. What I did a bizarre a route. Trip. What a bizarre route. Oh, I just yeah. <laughs> want to see the world <laughs> at very precise locations at a time. Kentucky had the most bizarre tour that they've ever offered. It's very expensive. But I'd say like, oh, the reason it's so crazy and I do crazy stuff. I'd go to like Antarctica or something or I'd yeah. like climb. I'd go to Nepal and climb like to where I could be bothered on Everest. Once again, can I just put my hand up for yeah. this? How are you affording this? Would be the deals. first question. Deals. Because no, deals? One wants, because no one wants to go on these Show things. Me them. Show me the website where you found this deal. It's been deleted because clearly they were dodgy <laughs> or they only had a very, very certain amount of so, them left. Okay, so I think what I've discovered here yeah. is not only could you not win $200 million, mm-hmm. I don't think you could win $500. Yeah. I think you would have to. You were such a bad liar with money. I also know me, like when I get pr- when I buy people presents, I get too excited to tell them so I just get I'd get five million dollars I'm like I'm not telling anyone this and then I'd come to your house and be like I just won five million dollars dude it's insane <laughs> you'd and you'd be like can I have some and I'd be like nah <laughs> It's all for me, baby. I got to go to out, Nepal. It turns out that you are really, really keen to go to Nepal, and and yeah. it's not going to take a large amount of money for you to get there in your mind. Well, no, apparently it's going to take five million dollars <laughs> to get me there. <laughs> 
All right, it is just about time for us to wrap up here today. And yes, we know this is a short one, but at the end of the day, we ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, look. This is the first time we've actually run out of time. We have other things we need to get to, <laughs> and we don't have enough daylight left. So, <laughs> Okay, all right. But before we go, we actually do have something very important to get into because we are very excited to announce this Saturday night at the Southern Cross Club in Woden, Slam Pro Wrestling League is returning, and we're the official partners. Yep, exactly right. Well, yeah, no, we are... You're in it though, which is confusing. No, I'm not. There's a guy who looks a lot like me in a in an evil faction called Bronson United. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. With a man by the name of Vinny Bronson who yeah. joins us now. Hello, Vinny. How are you? Hey, tippity top, isn't it? Going very, very well. Big week, big week ahead. Feeling oh, yeah. great. Yep, this Saturday night, it is going to be huge at the Southern Cross Club in Woden after a massive show at the National Convention Centre. You ending the career of Crofty with the help of your nefarious Bronson United partner, Josh. How how was that? How did that feel? Uh, look, it's hard to put into words the, the utter elation uh, that I was consumed with on that night, you know, to, to put the end of a career, of a 20-plus year career of that Muppet Crofty, the Bogan Warrior, the People's Hero and all that nonsense that he is. And I finally just, you know, put the full stop on the end of that sentence, you know what I mean? So it was terrific, honestly. I'm confused about the verbiage and I don't know... What are we doing? What do you mean? Why are you speaking like you weren't there and you weren't a part of the defeat of Crofty? Why? Well, because I wasn't. That's Josh from Bronson United. I'm Josh from the Ned and Josh Vinny, podcast. Can you please help me? This is seemingly a trend now where there is a separate podcast Josh and a separate wrestling Josh who both share the same name That's and, not and true. face. That's not true. Um, Vinny, do you know what the hell's going on here? I don't understand what the hell's going on with you, Kaiser Ned. Yeah. I reckon yeah. It's, like, it's, it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Yeah. It's there's very Josh straight. from the podcast, yep. mm-hmm. and then there's Josh Bronson United. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Josh from Bronson United, as I said before... Is nefarious, right? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a vicious villain. He's a isn't piece he? of crap. Yeah. Is a guy sitting next to you a vicious villain? Is a guy sitting next to you someone that could hit someone with brass knuckles or a steel chair? You reckon? That's true. I guess, Vinny. <laughs> I would. I would never ever. Yeah. Put podcast Josh up for a, any kind of a task like that. So maybe look, you are actually speaking a lot more logic than Josh has been. Yeah. Well, he's just he's the man that tells the truth. Well, That's what Vinny as, Bronson does. Seeing as we're speaking about a person that doesn't exist, do you think that there is um? Are you a little bit annoyed, Vinny, that um, whilst obviously you had this enormous honour of knocking someone like Crofty off their perch, a little bit of the spotlight was taken away by your teammate um, coming a cropper and skinning most of his nose and chin off? Do you think that's a little bit disappointing then? (laughs) Listen, I think disappointment ain't the way to go about it, you know what Mm. I mean? As it says in our name, it is Bronson United. Yeah. Right, we stand united. What that actually enabled me to do was to get the jump on Crofty. Josh going out and taking that hit for the team, mm. taking the pile driver, the dull check off Crofty, mm. and then yeeted, so you could say, out the ring, gave me the opportunity to get that jump on Crofty. Yeah. So there's no disappointment. Don't try and put some nonsense wedge in between us all right here. Yeah, there, and, right? and I there's think... nothing there you can place in it. The other yeah. thing it that, was yeah. utterly planned out. There was certainly, and from what I heard, and you can deny this, Vinny, there certainly was no medical attention provided to Josh Baxter stage after that happened was there no he put them bandages the the, the band-aids and whatnot on himself yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, did, for, did forget there was footage of that um okay <laughs> uh Vinny, this weekend 
<laughs> Southern Cross Club, it is happening. It's going to be huge. Uh, tickets are almost sold out, but we've got some to give away right now. Do you think we should do it? Yeah, absolutely. Don't 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 be a bum to all them plebs out there. Get your tickets, and if there's a freebie going, yeah, like you don't look a gift horse in the mouth, do you? No, nah, very good. That's, that's a very good saying. That's good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right, yeah. Vinny. I'll pass my regards on to Josh, and I'm sure he'll be seeing you <laughs> yeah. as part of Bronson United on Saturday night. I can't wait to be there as well to ask this other Josh so many questions. <laughs> like, where have you been for the last thirty years? Why do you seemingly have the exact same personality as my friend? Thanks, Vinny. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, lads. Take care. We will, Vinny. Thank you very much, mate. Now, look, if you would like to get along to Slam Pro Wrestling, we have a double pass to give away right now. All you need to do is send us a message on Instagram with the code word, and today's code word is Slam. Makes sense. <laughs> it's lazy. With a with a um, uh, exclamation point afterwards or just Slam? Just Slam. Okay, nice. Just Slam, yeah. yeah. And uh, not that an exclamation point will be disqualifying, but yeah, yeah I, d- I don't need it. Yeah, just Slam, not Slam. Yeah, just slam. Yeah, um, did that away from the mic because I don't want to ruin the whole podcast. The, also, the other side of the coin too is we did express at the beginning of this how how late we're running. Yeah, so that's also why slam is the code word because mm. we don't have time to think of a different one. Yeah. So it makes it nice and easy for everyone. Yeah, that's why everybody along. should get on board with us as an official partner because we'll phone it in for you as well. Quite often we'll run out of our, our, our own time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tomorrow. Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.